Welcome to Twisted Reality. My name is Missy. I am here with my husband, Matt. We are ordained ministers. As before, we are going to dive into spirits and myths. This will include some of our real life experiences as well as experiences from others. We will attempt to shed light on the stories and myths that twist reality. And today's topic is going to be cemeteries. You know, there's a huge fascination with cemeteries among people. Some of that could be just because you want to be closer to the ones that have passed away. Um, other reasons, it's an easy place to have a, a myth or a legend start and gives it validity. A lot of people say that cemeteries are haunted, um, basically because the undead are, are buried there. Um, to me, it's, it's a shell of what you were. And if anything's left behind at the cemetery, um, it just depends on how that person was. For me, I love going to a cemetery just because it's peaceful. It's quiet. No one to disturb you. Um, there's tons of stories around cemeteries. The one thing that I do want to share, the uh, Saved by the Bell and what it really means. And where it started was a cemetery. Um, when people was buried back in, I forget, what, what year was that? Uh, there's different estimates. I've, I've heard late 1700s, early 1800s, and there's been a lot of windows in between. But uh, they wouldn't embalm them back then. If you were pronounced dead, they put you in a box. And what they used to do was tie a rope to the lid of the box. And the string would come up to a bell on top of the grounds for the groundskeeper to hear. If you were alive inside the box, you'd pull your string and they would hear the bell ring. And that's where Saved by the Bell came from. Yeah, a lot of people said it was a boxing term, but boxing kind of borrowed it. Um, you know, we've been to a lot of cemeteries, and my end of it is history. Um, you know, you, when you walk through a cemetery, there's just a lot of history there. We've been to, I mean, we've been to cemeteries all over the country. And probably the one I think that, I don't know why, but every time we drove past it, Vaughn, New Mexico, that it, cemetery got your attention every time. It I, is absolutely the coolest cemetery. Um, it's really amazing how the people that have buried their loved ones there has, like, they rope off the area. I mean, some of them, they use little wrought iron fences. Others is like picket fences. Others are little stone walls. And it's just, it's gorgeous. Now here, I'm going <laughs> to mention this real quick. And I know, I want to see if you remember, because you uh, started researching this, because everywhere we went to a cemetery, this was really prevalent in the, in the Southwest and the West, um, especially where there was a, Kind of an old west vibe, but uh, we would always find stones 
on top of the cemetery grave, on top of the headstones, little little pebbles. Yes, uh, some will say it's, uh, I forget, Hebrew. Uh, people who come to visit their loved ones leave a stone to show that they've been there. Um, another um, finding of it was that the stones help keep the spirit inside the body and help them rest so that they cannot leave the grave. Now, what I find very interesting here, Fort Sumner, New Mexico, when we walked around the grave, uh, around the cemetery, you had Billy the Kid, uh, Charlie Beaudry, and Tom O'Falliard all buried in one, one grave, big steel cage around it, so you can't get close, and then they got concrete over the top of the three graves. They've been grave robbed. They've had the headstone stolen, but that's neither here nor there. But then you also had um, Pete Maxwell was buried there. His wife was buried there. His family was all buried there. And uh, the only headstone that did not have a stone was the baby. Yes. And that was the only thing that gave you a vibe in that cemetery. Yes. None of the others. You could walk past the grave and it didn't didn't do anything. It didn't get your attention. Nothing. I... That stone, it rattled you yes it 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 was strange because when i walk into a cemetery as you've known before some of the experiences i've had in the past um if i try to open up myself or even if i'm trying to close myself down i can still feel or hear something when i'm at a cemetery regardless and when i walked in there i so wanted to be open and when i i'm sitting there and i'm I'm open as can be. I wanted to hear, see, feel, whatever I could. And it was like walking into a ghost town. I literally did not hear nothing. I mean, if there was crickets to be heard, I would have heard them. It it was just blank. And then all of a sudden, when I got close enough, I heard a baby cry. And that was it. And... As I got closer to the baby crying and found out that it was a buried baby, that's when I, I was a little shook because I, I kind of lost it because it was a baby. <laughs> yeah, that, and that was the only one that didn't have a pebble on top of the headstone. Um, Vaughn, New Mexico, it was a very, it's a, it's a really cool cemetery. It's right north of town. Um, it's a cool town, too, by the way. I... It's it's basically a ghost town. There's still that's where Mrs. Claus works at the <laughs> at the post office. The post he office. says that uh, we stopped. <laughs> I had to mail something, and we stopped at the post office because I just I love that town. And I walked into the post office. I kid you not. This little old lady with the bun on top of her head and the half frame glasses down to the tip of her nose, um, wearing the little red apron like mrs claus i mean had the little curls coming down next frame in her face it was so mrs claus i i mean, you jumped in the truck holy shit mrs Claus works in the post office <laughs> yes i did <laughs> and every time we drove through you always wanted to go mail something yes because she was the sweetest little lady i said i love this town she goes well you should move here she says it's very peaceful she said it was a, it was a great town when it was 
full and she wants to make it full again but she's not sure how they can do that they the city keeps trying to come together and and figure out how to bring it back to its its time and i told her i said i don't think i would i think i would leave it the way it is and try and make a i don't i don't want to say a commercial but some kind of ad that says come visit vaughn where you can step into the past and she goes well that would be a good idea and i said oh definitely because that's how i feel here i don't know if we still got the pictures but them pictures you took that morning oh geez it you know we're this is new mexico and it does get cold there um but we had one of the rare dates and i remember we stopped because Albuquerque was getting pounded by an, by a snowstorm and they shut down the interstate so we couldn't go up into the mountains. And I said, well, you know what? We're just going to go 54 because there's no mountains on 54. And uh, we made a left. We get down to Vaughn and what it is is 54 goes right through Vaughn. You come to this, uh, you can actually make a left and go to uh, Alien Town, Roswell. Yeah, I was trying to think of it. But you make a right and you stay on 54. <laughs> And I'm telling you, it was the most beautiful postcard, holiday card scenery you could imagine. The ice had Froze. just it covered everything. And I'm talking, the power lines looked like they were six inches thick. I've never seen nothing so the crazy. The trees were so frosted. And I just, the gas station, the little old gas station where you would, see people when you look at this gas station it's like watching an old movie and you're gonna see the full service guy come out and ask you check your oil and how much gas you want that place was covered in ice and it was just it was so cool i i don't know if i still have the pictures if i find them i can put them on our facebook page um we, we are going to upload some more pictures as we're talking about cemeteries um we kind of got a little off topic yes we did um <laughs> Oakland Cemetery in Iowa City is supposed to be one of the most famous cemeteries in town because you got the Black Angel there. Yes, we went there. I do have pictures posted of the Black Angel. Not a big deal like we thought it was. <laughs> I mean, it was cool to look at. It was cool, but... We, once again, this is a cemetery we didn't get no feeling from. There was yeah. no... Nothing drawing us there. We just... It actually pissed us off trying to get to the damn cemetery because it was just a nightmare to get in and out Every of. entrance was closed. They only had one entrance open and trying to find the stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, it was on a side street around a corner. <laughs> but, uh, no, you, you, I mean, you look back, we've been to Tombstone. We didn't stop at the Boot Hill Cemetery. And that one, I know you wanted to. Yes, I did. Um. We were in the semi that day, and the parking lot was so full. Um, but, you know, we stopped at cemeteries along the road, and we got a few here in town. Um, the one know. here in town, I have to shout out to my daughter, Eva. Yeah, she for, thinks... <laughs> first time we bring her to the pet cemetery, there she... was this... Uh, Pile of calcium. Something. I don't know. And there was like these animal prints that was coming out of the tombstones where it looked like the animals had came alive 
and was walking away from their grave. You got to give somebody props. <laughs> they were so creative. They took like what looked like a plastic dog skeleton leg with a paw and stuck it in the ground where it was sticking out of the ground in one spot. And, um, but yes, Eva, she's like, is this how the zombie apocalypse is going to start with animals? <laughs> So you go into Oakland Cemetery in Keokuk, and it, there's actually some very ornate mausoleums. Um, there is actually a, a Catholic section that's all Catholic. But then you go down, and you get down, you go through the main entrance, you get down at the bottom of the hill, and there's a big, uh, big circle that breaks off in many different directions. Through the circle, you'll start going, and it'll break off like a roundabout, so to speak. But down there, there's a mausoleum that's gated and chained shut, and it looks so sinister. And she thought for sure that was keeping zombies from getting out and trying to attack people. And, um, and that could be. I I haven't done enough research. You know, I found Saved by the Bell and I found the pebble thing. Well, this, and I don't so, know if it's. Is this something that some religion has started or that some person's like, you know. Is we, it a mausoleum they don't use no more? Did, yeah. What's going on there? Why is it like this? You don't know. But, you know. Keokuk's got a pretty interesting cemetery system. You got your regular cemetery. Then you've got what would be the northwest corner. That's the pet cemetery. And my dad, back in 75, 76, was the dog catcher. He buried most of those dogs there. Um, and, and it's not just dogs. I saw a parakeet. a parakeet pitcher on a little... I mean, people bought stones I was gonna say, for their That's animals. what I wanted to point out. And we'll have to go get some more pictures. We'll get the pictures uploaded. And they're actual headstones that were people had paid some real... I mean, they paid some money for these things. Yeah. They're a legit headstone. And last time we went, the, the couple that was knocked down, there was one that was... Uh, they actually had a, a stone figure of a cat. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was in the likeness of Tom the Cat, or whatever the name was on that that grave. Um, but yes, that one's missing now. So, I mean, it's just, it's so cool to check those out. And we even went to the, is it the National? Yeah, Kirk had one of the, one of the original National Cemeteries. And that's where I wanted to kind of take this. We talked last... Uh, the last episode, but a few episodes ago about the curse of Keokuk. Keokuk was a Civil War hospital, and we mentioned how they served, I shouldn't say served, they tended to Union and Confederate soldiers. Um, we had five Civil War hospitals in town. There was over 5,000 beds in this town, which is astronomical for the day, because Keokuk back in, the, back in the 1860s only had like population of three or four hundred and here we got five thousand beds um, so it, it exploded our population but to bring in all that um, I call it bad muju well, you call it what you want but this brings up a point that the National Cemetery is very well kept it's very I mean it, it's it's legit National Cemetery but this also kind of adds to the legends Rumors, whatever you want to call them. Um, Keokuk, I've been to that cemetery a, a thousand times in the middle of the night, and it is probably one of the spookiest places I've ever been. Um, it's dark. It's 
I mean, there's no there's no lights, street lights. Now. I mean, it is it's big, it's dark. It has street signs, but yeah, there are signs. It, it, your street signs, you have to either go during the day so you can read them or take a flashlight. Um, and it it's been a different feeling for me every time I've went. There's always something. Feels like something's going on out there. Um, you know. We used to sled ride out there as kids on the hill over by the pet cemetery. And one of the things that, you know, we talk about this. When you go to a cemetery, if, if it's your thing to want to go look at these, kind of, I don't know how many times you've used the word respect when, when talking about the paranormal. But you need to respect the graves. You need to respect the how they're laying. Um, I don't know. That's just a, a peeve. Seeing people willy-nilly just stomping over graves, jumping over headstones. and. It's, I don't know. It's one of those things that, I mean, yes, your body is just a vessel, and the real you is your soul inside this vessel. But for me, I feel like if I left back my vessel behind and I'm staring at somebody just coming up and stomping all over me, that's not cool. I don't want people to stomp on me. Okay. <laughs> you point out it's a vessel. Here's where I'm going to kind of take you on this. Your grandmother attacked you how many times after she was dead? Yes. And it's because somebody left portions of her ashes in the house. Yes. Once you got rid of them ashes. I was left alone. You never got bothered again. Yeah. Um, and that, and the, the ashes are just her vessel. So, you know, I'm thinking karma serves me just right. <laughs> Somebody goes in there and does a headstone tipping or or defaces a, a headstone or, you know, just intentionally does this shit. Not only does this stress out the living family members because they have to take care of that. The, the it's, cemetery it's doesn't do It's not the anything. cemetery. The cemetery just takes care of the grounds. They mow the grass and and get rid of some of your flowers. I mean, for the kids that intentionally go over and knock over them 150, 200-year-old headstones, I think they deserve to have something follow them home and torment them for a while. Exactly. Um, you know, and when I talked about history, kind of taking this back to back in April when we was at Deadwood, we was walking through that cemetery. And when I talk about history, the thing that we did, like you walked across that section, and I mean, it vapor locked you, and you just felt so sick. Um Oh, that was the section of, what was it, smallpox or something, fever, was, yellow fever? And what yellow, I think it was smallpox. It might have been smallpox, Spanish fever, up. I don't know, but, Spanish, uh, I don't know. Just to see the amount of graves, that was like all the same day. I mean, you would see 15 of them. And some of them didn't have names. Well, they had mass graves where they buried just so many people because they just couldn't name them. Yes. But you would have like 15 graves all with the same date. Get a little farther, there's another date with six people. Get a little farther, there's another date. You know, and there's, and these are all individual little headstones. The people that could afford it got their own headstone in their own area. And you, just to see the large amounts of people buried at the same time, it was just mind-blowing. And then you got to the one that was like a little, it's like a miniature building. The headstone looked like a building, and it was just full of names or not names but dates it's full of dates 
It was a mass grave. It was a mass grave of when they died, but they didn't know their names. They didn't know their birthdays. So it was basically just a a headstone for those people and it said that when they it passed. Was, I believe it was smallpox, but, um, you know, and you can learn a lot. Uh, there was quite a few uh, soldier burials at Mount Moriah and Deadwood just because it was a, a fort down the road at one point. Um, and you had the miners. Oh, miners. Boy, there was a ton of minor, minor graves. Um, but, yeah, you, this is, there's so much history there to find out. You could tell which miners died after they'd found, found money because they had nice headstones. And it's so cool to look at some of the history of a cemetery. There's places that we've been where the weather isn't going to tear up too bad the wood. Because there's been wooden crosses. Like the person couldn't afford a stone, so they made a cross. New and, Mexico's full of them cemeteries. Yes. With wooden crosses still to um, this day. Or the ones that would uh, plant a tree and then have the carving in it. Mount Moriah Cemetery in Deadwood actually started down by Deadwood. And the town had grown so much from all the mining that they moved the cemetery. And when they moved Wild Bill's body, they said he weighed over 800 pounds because he wasn't buried in an airtight box. You know, it was a pine box. And then where he was buried, there was a lot of calcium and, and lime. And it soaked into his body. And they said he was perfectly preserved. Um, he looked like a statue of himself. They just yeah. mind-blowing to hear stories like this. And, uh, well, it's like the, the Egyptian tombs where they mummified their, mm -hmm. their people. Some of those can be really heavy depending on how they would preserve them. So You know, one of the cemeteries here, uh, Sandusky, out at the end of River Road in, uh, just outside of Keokuk, Iowa, is supposed to be one of the most haunted places in, in southeast Iowa. And I'll tell you, that's the one that just it gives you chills when we drive by there. Um, and it's, I don't know why, it's not an old cemetery, but Sandusky, we've done a lot of investigations out there. Um, one lady had a poltergeist. She literally had, I mean, it shredded her china hutch. It was cups, plates, it, whatever it could throw, it went and shattered. Um, it attacked her German Shepherd multiple times because the German Shepherd would square up on it. And uh, that one, I don't know if, I'm not sure if the haunting is caused by the cemetery or if the cemetery causes the haunting. I, I, what, I'm, what am I trying to say? I'm not sure which, 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 which direction it goes. Yeah, I, I mean, if you live next to a cemetery, which I have done, um, and I have been told that occasionally you can get crossover where they pass through to go to another place. Um, the way it was explained to me, I think it was a shaman who I had a shaman, I had a priest over, I had a Wiccan and something else, somebody else come over. But uh, I think the shaman said that you will have people that will pass through your home on their way to another place from the cemetery. 
So it's, you know, with you being able to go wherever you want after you die, I mean, why wouldn't you travel through people's homes and stuff? Because it's faster. Why would you want to take a road being a spirit when you can just walk through homes and go straight? <laughs> you know, not, not and like I said, it, it's just, I find it really weird. We've been down that road. You could, I mean, I've seen you shiver so hard. It just about rattles your teeth. Um, I've double taken, I've had to do a double take a couple times just because you see something out of your corner of your eye. Is it my head playing tricks on me because I'm going through that part and it's just automatically subliminally in my head or did I really just see something? Um, you know, as a matter of fact, one of the most famous murders in Southeast Iowa happened just down the road from that cemetery. Um, a lot of people blame the cemetery. And I, I don't believe it's that. The person that lives in that house now has actually talked to me because now she's hearing voices in the house and she wants to do an investigation, but she's afraid to. Um, she doesn't, doesn't want to upset. Yeah, she doesn't want to upset the spirit if it is there. So I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of some of these other cemeteries we've been to. I mean, it doesn't help that our dog is snoring in the background. Distracting us. He's sleeping good. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on because we've mentioned where we went to see Billy the Kid. We've mentioned Deadwood. Um, mentioned Vaughn. Yeah. There's. I mean, we've been to a ton of them. Those are the. Those are the highlights. Those are the ones that stuck out to us. And Vaughn is such a. A weird looking cemetery because like you talked about there's some of them that have rope around them there's some of them that has iron wrought iron fence around them but the cemetery itself is a white picket fence around the entire cemetery yeah um you know there's there's the little cemetery just outside of town um down there on uh, Des Moines River Valley Road right outside of Keokuk you drive past a junkyard and as you go the road will just start to do a little jog to the left, and then you go. If you end up going straight, you're going to go up a big mountain hill to the top of a cemetery, and that one. Uh, Is that that real small one? That, that's, it's small, but that one has a lot of activity. But you got to talk to the the actual cemetery owner. He had he had to gate it off because people would be there all hours of the night. And when we talk about this, there's actually a ghost town. I'm going to do some research on here in Keokuk called the Old Dupont Powder Works. And they had a big explosion that killed a bunch of people, and then they quit doing the powder works there. But, you know, it's yeah. it's haunted, and the buildings, I've showed you pictures, the buildings are just mind-blowing. But, um, but, yeah, they had to block the cemetery off because people were actually up there doing uh, satanic rituals. They was doing just everything, trying to do seances. They was playing with Ouija boards up there, and everybody was claiming the same things. They was seeing, they was seeing shadow people orbs they were seeing uh, things walking across the you know, i mean within 25 30 feet of them and then lose disappear yeah you know, just to have it kind of just evaporate yeah so i don't know misty's gonna tell you don't take the ouija board to the cemetery don't be opening doors you don't know how to close just don't play with the daggone ouija board period i had to bring that up to clover the other day she wanted to play that's our granddaughter she wanted to play with the ouija board and i told her i said no you don't want to play with that what 
You wanted to play with the Ouija board. <laughs> she's like, she's nodding yes. Um, but she's like, yeah, why not? It's a game. And I said, yeah, but it opens doors that you don't want to have open. She looked at me and she goes, does that mean you have to use your boss card? Yes. You know, we, we probably actually should, yeah, your boss card. <laughs> we probably actually should uh, devote an entire episode to the Ouija board just because it has done so much damage to people that's actually played with them. I mean, there's curses with them and everything else that you just, you don't know what you're tapping into. And a lot of people will just play with it and um... get bored with it, put it up because they think it's not real. And they don't close it down. You know, every door that you open, you need to shut. Plain and simple. Whether you can see the door or not. I don't know. But that's just me. (laughs) I don't play with one, so I couldn't tell you. I don't play with them anymore either. Well, that's all the time we have this week. If you have a question or a story you would like to share, or maybe you have a place you would like us to investigate, whether it be the paranormal or unexplained, Feel free to email us at twistedreality2021. Let me do that again. Twisted.reality2021 at gmail.com. And I would like to take you a minute to invite you to our Facebook page, with this, which is twistedreality2021 as well. And as always, thank you for listening. And until next time, keep an open mind. Bye, everybody. <laughs>